Hello, happy Monday, everyone, and welcome to Honest to Pods. I don't know, we're just going to call it our segment. Segment, um, yay! Of episode 94. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And this is Movies with Matt. Well, I think you should know, you, <laughs> not with me, um, I think you knew the little lion and they've started that, um, <laughs> you, should, you should just go like this. Yeah. So this segment, if you caught the first one, uh, historically, I've always never watched films, always been TV shows and nothing. And now it's time in this pandemic to start watching some movies because apparently mm. they're really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is our second one. So, yeah, it is an example of you might have caught the episode. If not, go back and listen. But Brian Sims was on and we asked Brian what his favorite Disney film was. And Matt was sitting there literally curling one out in his little panties because he was scared in case he got asked about Disney films because Matt has. No clue. That's no not clue true. We grew up with Aladdin. No clue. And okay. Have you had Aladdin? Aladdin. Oh, how many lads That's... have you had in? Oh. <laughs> so this week I'm going to recap, and just to give a recap on the scale, there's going to be basically three sort of uh, scorings. One is just going to be overall enjoyment out of five. The other one is going to be the inclusivity index. So um, we're going to take movies, and I'm going to put it in the context of now not when they were made and think about how inclusive or in to be better because inclusivity index was just more alliteration but how diverse these movies are in the current context and then based on that i'm just gonna do an average score i give you the overall score of the film okay shout out to one film first because i already made up my mind about the film that i would talk about but we ended up watching i watched two movies yesterday in a day two different ones which is unheard of um and it's an irish one right uh it's called sing street and it's on amazon prime yeah and it's incredible actually i would highly recommend it to you and actually to everyone and that's why i want to give it a shout out and it's about these school kids that form a band and they call it sing street and it's in dublin and it's set in 1981 and it's these kids they form a band it's got they even man even though it's 1981 dublin they managed to include people of color um which is excellent they talk about gay people but they talk about it in quite a derogatory way but it's kind of to highlight the time. I don't know if it's maybe because I like the film, but I was able to tolerate it or just understand it because they were highlighting 1980s Dublin, you know, so they talk about queers and stuff a lot, but it was kind of, to me, it was more like showing that that's what it was like. And they made light of it in a way that was quite Mm. interesting. So watch Sing Street. It is absolutely incredible. And enjoyment, it was an absolute five. And I would give it four for inclusivity index. That's how good it was. I fucking loved it. This week, we're going to talk about the first Wives Club. Have you heard of it? I have heard of it. I have watched it, but I have not seen it in many, many years. I've never seen it before, but it's a very old film. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's made in the 90s. I think it, I watched it when it came out on VHS. That's I'm when I remember getting it. Yeah. Yep. It's 1996 actually it was made. So it's about three ex-wives. Dance for newer models are determined to get their revenge. Um, They had helped their husbands become financially successful, but now they plan to take away their money. Oh, so good. And it's got Goldie Hawn, who I love. I love Goldie Goldie Hawn. I don't really know anything that Diane Keaton's in. Diane Keaton is, she's a, 
she's been in some good films. I mean, I she's not an actress. I she, I'm not, she's not a bad actress, but she's not an actress. I would like Mel Streep draws me to a film. Diane Keaton's a great actress. She was in things like I know her from things like The Family Stone, which is like a Christmas film with Sarah Jessica Parker. I know her from Father of the Brides, that those films, which I, I loved as a kid as well. But I think she, she you know, she's been around. She, I think she did, is it Annie Hall? I think she's Annie Hall. Is her big film? Yeah, it says Annie Hall. Something's got to give. The Godfather. Yes, Father of course, of the, the Bride, Godfather. Yeah. yeah. Um, which well, she's won an Oscar. Yeah, she's she's a great actress. Yeah, um, I know she's very famous. I just, yeah, she's not someone, that's the thing. She's still quite like, Low key, vanilla. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it's got Bette Midler as well. Bette Midler, I love as well. I I just don't think Diane Keaton does a lot these days. Not that I know of. No. Where people, Diane Keaton fans will come for us. Like the Sarah Jessica Parker's in this film. See, I did not know this. So she's in it. She's not very good. I don't like her. She's like one of the young ladies that are in it. Um, but it's got a star-studded cast, I would say for sure. Mm. Um. And the thing that got me straight away about the film is that it's just got banger after banger of um, quotable lines. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. I wrote a couple. So it goes, um, Goldie Horn is at a, it's right at the beginning and she's at the plastic surgeons and she wants to get her lips done again and they're already massive. And he says, if I give you any more facelifts, you're going to be able to blink your lips. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then one of the mums she says you're 46 a woman your age has a better chance of being slaughtered by a psychopath than getting a new man (laughs) yeah Um, so in terms of enjoyment for the film I'm going to give it an absolute I said absolute I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5 yeah I thought the film was really really enjoyable really easy to watch there's a little bit of overacting which I'm super super down for because it's a comedy I would say it's a comedy Mm. Um, really strong characters, really strong characterization. I don't think there's any poor performances apart from Sarah Jessica Parker. Mm. Really, well, there's a problem. So Maggie Smith is in this film. Dame Maggie Smith. Dame Maggie Smith is in this film. Oh my god, she's incredible, right? She cannot do an American accent. Really? You need to listen. I was like, is she trying to? I thought she was doing a normal voice. Then I was like, something's off. And then you listen, you're like, she's trying to do an American accent and it is awful. It is terrible. Oh dear Maggie. Yeah. Yeah, really, really bad. So that's a shame because she's so, so good. Apart from that, the performances are excellent. So when we first, when I mentioned to you about this, the way that I wanted to structure the scoring, we thought there might be an issue with the inclusivity index with films that are a bit older and whether it would fit into these times. I felt like this film was relatively diverse actually even for now there is a problem with these films fundamentally Mm -hmm. that they are just almost completely whitewashed right yeah and that's a problem they do have one speaking part for an asian person who's a lesbian she gets to say a line yeah one line that's so generous you say one line um they have a lot of black people in the as extras a lot, I would say. I would say a noticeable amount, for sure. Um, they had a speaking part for a Latina person, um, but she's a housemaid, so it's a bit like, I don't know. Stereotype. Much. Yeah, yeah. She had a thick accent, so it's a bit like, okay. So there were two speaking parts that weren't white. So that's a, that is a good thing? Um, well, it depends. I mean, if you're sitting saying that you're 
judging the film by today's standards, like for example, if that film was to be made today, there's no way those three leading ladies would be all white women. There's no, no way. You'd probably have one of them as a lesbian as well. Well, in terms of the queer aspect, they have mm. a lesbian. So one of their daughters is a lesbian. Mm. And they go to a gay club, a lesbian club. And I felt like that was really handled well. So the daughter's a lesbian. She comes out quite early in the film. She's very confident. Uh, the parent is very accepting of it. Um, but what I liked about it is I felt like she wasn't a caricature. That, mm. Like, even though she was a lesbian, she could have been any sexuality. She could have been, she was just her person. You know, mm. it wasn't like she needed to be this butch dyke or this lipstick lesbian or anything like that. She was just, just the fact that she was. And in the gay club, they had a few different types of lesbians there. There's the one that's from Orange is the New Black. Um, but one of the lesbians there, the shorter one, he always has the black hair and little swoop over, who's quite mm. masculine, butch-esque. But you know what? That's the character that she plays in, in most of the things she's in. Mm. But I felt like having a queer narrative and I thought portraying it well um, and involving the daughter in it a lot and going to a gay club and enjoying it was a really, really positive uh, representation. But they had a lesbian in it, someone who was in it very regularly, which was really good. So in terms of mm. yeah. enjoyment, I gave it a four. In terms of the inclusivity index, I'm going to give it a three. Um, I was thinking about it four or three, but I think based on what you said, the fact that even if it is all of three lines for people of color, it's obviously not enough, but they had people of color in the film and they had a queer narrative that was positively shown. So I think three is a good score. So yeah. So overall, that'll be a three and a half. Mm. Three and a half out of five is good. I think it's a really funny film. Oh, it's mm. so funny. And yeah, it'd be interesting to see if it was made today because it'll be a whole range of people. But then um, it'd be interesting about how the characters are portrayed. Because the actresses, mm. three male actresses, just smash it. Smash mm. it. Absolutely mm. destroy it. They're so funny. I mean, I love Goldie Horn. She's so brilliant. Bette Midler is brilliant. Dan Keaton's brilliant. And they're, if I remember, they're all different sort of personalities. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bette Midler's like this Jewish woman who's quite upfront forward reason yeah 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 um goldie horn is playing someone who is like a former young beautiful actress and now wants to reclaim you know wants to stay in the limelight and yeah. diane keaton is like this meek and mild woman who struggles with um, asserting herself yeah and i think they were, if i remember right again i've not seen it in a long time but it's it, it the film's all about their friendship more than actual revenge yeah because it does go on about revenge a lot but then it kind of evolves into more than just being revenge and actually I, one thing i should I, I forgot to mention actually is that i like the fact that even though this film was made in 1996 it was very woman heavy right and woman centric and it highlighted powerful women um who go through struggles they, they're very upfront about a lot of issues that women face i felt the plastic surgery and wanting to fit in and stay young was really important the fact that you are you know are pining after an ex-husband is really really important and I, I really think that actually putting those out there and talking about real issues that women and people face was absolutely excellent um that's why i want it to be a four but i think three is fair yes that's my oh. wrap up of another film well done two films in fact getting through so oh, many you're, movies you're on a roll films are really good i know <laughs> they're so so good honestly i can't believe it well we watched a film the other night which was awful Oh, what was it? I love a bad film. I want Wonder Woman 84. Well, yeah, a lot of people have been saying that. It's the first one good and this one terrible. 
first one's so good. I love the first one. It's one of the only DC films I actually really enjoyed. Um, in fact, I stopped watching them because I just know they're not good, except for Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was brilliant. And then this one is just so mad. And if you if you list off the cast, you'd be thinking, you know, why? Like, Christian Wiggs in there. Like, uh, yeah, and she's got a prominent character. She's Yeah, she's the main villain, one of the main villains. And it's just, it's such a waste. It's like two, two hours I'll never get back. Then we watched one last night, which was, it's called Dark Water with Mark Ruffalo. It's good. It's sort of like, I mean, it's very much like Aaron Brockovich. Um, Love Aaron Brockovich. True, based on a true story, just like Aaron Brockovich. But I have to say, I'd rewatch Aaron Brockovich anytime, but I wouldn't, it'd be a long time till I rewatch this. I just want to say one thing about the film, which I didn't mention, which I thought was really important, especially when I managed to watch okay. it now. One of the lines is, so at the end of the film, do you remember Ivana Trump? Is there at like a big gala they have at the end? Yes, 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 yes. Um, and then she says a line which is like, "Don't get mad, get everything." Yes, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, because yeah. they have the big gala, and then they all after the gala's end, they then close with a song, which I love. Yeah. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah. Don't tell me what to say. But I didn't realize because she had divorced Donald Trump in 1992. And then it's just a wicked saying. The fact that she'd go mm. on there and just do that, even though she's not, I thought, ah, oh, sick. Oh my God. All right. Uh, well, thank you everyone for listening. Definitely watch, I would recommend watching both the films that I mentioned now and don't watch Wonder Woman 1984. Mm. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, tune in on Thursday for our next episode. And hopefully you have a lovely, productive and exercise filled yeah. week. And uh, social sharing week. If you're feeling a bit like in the need to share things on social. Why not just share this little uh, segment and say how much you disagree or agree with our comments? I'm not scared if you if you're a massive Wonder Woman fan, come for me. Tell me how much you love that film. Have a lovely week, and I'll see and we'll see you soon. See you on Thursday. Bye.